The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here to analyze this. And before we go to the ED, I just wanted to know that um, my listeners um, inundated my, my cell phone because I got two um, with suggestions and opinions and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm loving every minute of it, you know. And uh, we're sharing, we sharing opinions. Um, and um, I just, I just want you know the public to know that um, um, I think we've gotten to the point where. Um, we we're, we're forced to do something to not be subjected to threats from people who couldn't care less about us. That's what this is about now, right? We've gotten to that point. Clearly, we're doing business with people who are whatever they are, and we're done. We're going to fix it now, right? Or, you know, we'll be extinct. And I don't think we want that. That's just me. Okay? Now, um, we got the EDA uh, on the line. Um, got the big shots that uh, join us ever so often. Um, I can just yield to them and have them uh, introduce themselves. Good morning, ladies. How are you? A pleasant good morning to you. How are you? I'm doing well. Introduce yourself to my audience and yourselves. You should be two of you, right? It's it's two of us, but we're not both from the EDA. My name is Nadine Marchena Ken. I am the managing director of the Enterprise Zone Commission, a unit of the Virgin Isles Economic Development Authority. And with me today, good morning, good morning. This is Tassida Kels, the executive director for the Virgin Isles Council on the Arts. Awesome, glad to have you on this morning. Happy holidays. And many happy returns. Okay, good. So let me just yield. I'll go right ahead and tell the public um, what's in store for us um, from a visionary standpoint where the economic development and the Council of the Arts are concerned. Well, we are, as you know, always very active um, with regard to assisting our artists and artisans. But I want to start with the idea that... um, as the Virgin Islands Economic Development Authority is um, given the responsibility of our South Shore Trade Zone. We want to um, let the community know that we are actively working on uh, creating a doorway, um, a gateway um, to the rest of the world, whether that be to the Caribbean, and so everything, we're working on getting everything to come through um, St. Croix for the rest of the Caribbean. Um, and then also from the Caribbean to the rest of the world. We are positioning ourselves in that particular regard. And we're actively seeking to um, assist companies who want to be involved in that type of activity. Of course, we collaborate with um, the Port Authority and the Renaissance Park as they own the properties or stewards of those properties on the South Shore. And um, we thank all that are involved in it as we step forward to um, do this most important work. I think this will take us to the next level. Yes, we have to take care of details and challenges that face us at this moment, but we also must plan and implement 
mindset and implement um, things as we go forward to put us in a very good position. So I just wanted to say that in that light, um, we have received a grant um, to assist small businesses to export. And so we're seeking those that are interested in being involved in that particular activity. Of course, you must be in good standing. You must have been in business a year or more and profitably so and be ready to export. Um, and so, um, you know, we are asking those who are interested in doing that to contact the EDA. We are, and specifically the enterprise zones, so we can help you with, and that is called the STEP program, State Trade Export Promotion Program. Um, so we want people to be involved in that. And if you have a product, especially if you started early on in COVID and you're now a year old and you're making a, a profit, you can't be making, you can't be in losses at this point. Um, we then ask you to step forward if you're interested in exporting your product to the rest of the world. Um, Pasita is here with me today, though, because we have, um, we're ready. It's the season, and we're ready to talk about um, Made in the USVI pop-up. Pasita, I'm going to let you take the lead um, <laughs> on that discussion. Yes, so we are getting ready to open our two pop-ups um, on St. Croix at the Cultural um, Dorsch Cultural Center, um, December uh, 6th and 7th, and on St. Thomas, um, December 13th to the 24th. We're currently looking for new vendors, um, like Ms. Machena Ken said, anybody that has been creating on their downtime, and now want to expose us with you know the world, the community, with all their wonderful fairs. We are open for new vendors. We have a lot of our old favorites, um, but we know there are a lot of people out there that have you know these unique and exciting um, art pieces and things that you know that are locally made that that need to be in the store, that need to be out there so that we can see them and everybody can purchase them. Um, and so applications are still available. Um, the, the application deadline, we've extended it to um, the 28th. And then we're going to close it down so that we can start making final decisions and getting the store ready. Talk a little bit well, about the history of the pop-up, um, Ms. Machina. Can. So, you know, history is my thing. So <clears throat> it was um, five years ago. Tasida, I think, five years yes, ago. Yes, this that, will be our fifth year. Mm -hmm. That we, um, Tasida and I were having a conversation about art and artisans. And um, we, ta you know, we talked about in theory, in theory, um, that, you know, we should one of these days collaborate on a project. And it so happened that we had a person call us and say, we have a space available. We'd like you to see it so that you could, you know, tell others about it. And I went down and saw the space and immediately called Tasita and said, the opportunity has just presented itself. And we gathered up in the, in the matter of a week, we gathered up enough vendors to open for the Christmas season on the island at St. Thomas, a pilot project. Um, that lasted five months. <laughs> um, and we realized, we learned a lot of things. We learned that, 
the products made in the Virgin Islands are the best, the absolutely the best, well thought, well detailed, well um, created quality products. And there were a lot of them. We also learned, though, that um, the people that like our products the most are us. And so 95% of the people who purchased in the Made in the USVI pop-ups were Virgin Islanders. Virgin Islanders who were coming home to visit, but Virgin Islanders who shop in a season. So they'll shop during Christmas time, they'll shop during carnival time, they will shop just before um, their children go off to college. Right? So we, we understand that, and, and we, we appreciate that. You'll also shop during Advent. So we know that those are the time periods that Carnival Festival, Christmas, Advent, kids after college. Those are the times when Virgin Islanders shop. So we decided that we would pop up, not for months at a time, but for days to two weeks at a time, because we know that that's when Virgin Islanders would shop. The tourists are going to come in, and they may, like, they're the 5%, really and truly. They're the 5%. We like to expose them because those are opportunities that come up for our vendors. We've had a vendor, well, one example of a vendor who was in our shop. She made every effort to make sure all of her product was represented in the shop. And about a month after we closed, Somebody called her from California, said they had been in the store and wanted to buy a major order from her. So this is not, not something that's a rare situation. This, is, this happens. Um, we have from time to time business to business opportunities available. And although the shop in St. Croix this time is pretty, um, pretty sealed with regard to the, the type of vendors, we might look for somebody, somebody who has a very unique activity, um, the St. Thomas store is still looking for it. We have been getting together. This is a collaboration that's a strong collaboration. I mean, it, between the two of us and our teams, we really enjoy working with each other. Um, and we bring the best out in each other. I, I'm going to tell you, there's nobody like art um, and evaluating and pricing and um, staging and all of those types of things like Casita Couch. I'm the business side. I'm going to help you work towards making sure that your product is the best and, and, and that you are going to reach your goals as a business, as a small business. We require that you have a business license, right? Because this is not a hobby type activity. This is a business activity. We require that you are ready, right? Not that you have one piece, um, unless you're an artist, you, we can accept that for artists and artisans. But if you're, if you're really serious about doing this, you know, we can't be waiting for you to show up after the fact. That's not how we do business. You, you bring your product, you drop it off, you pay a one-time fee of $50. That's after you've been accepted into the program, right? Because if you're new, there's a panel that has to sit to review your product. We need to make sure that you've thought of everything and that you're ready for this type of store. This is not, um, you know, a, a, a show anything kind of junk type store. This is, you know, 
uh, a Macy's, uh, Bloomingdale's type of store, that everything is just so that the products are that way. We have a POS system, a point-of-sale system. We, um, you know, things are priced. We have salespersons who know your product, right? These are things that will represent the Virgin Islands and the people of the Virgin Islands. So it can't, it has to have labels. It has to be packaged correctly. It has to be ready for the world. How do we continue to um, get people to understand the concept and uh, so that they can max out um, what they have to offer or what they have to sell? Well, a couple of things. One, um, we, are, we have an incubator at EDA. If you are under a year old, right, we have someone, we have a team, right, headed up by Kusa Holloway to really work with developing your product. If you're an artist or you need some assistance, you can go to the Virgin Isles Council on the Arts and they will provide you assistance. I have seen um, someone walk in with a product, a young man walk in with a product and say, you know, I have this product, it was beautiful, right? But he didn't know how to price, how to price his product. He didn't know how to evaluate or evaluate, sorry, evaluate his product. And to see that the team was able to sit down and say, you know, Tell us what your cost is. How much did it cost you to do this? How much time did you take to do this? What is the, um, the market rate? They could, they could look at that and say, okay, you should be charging $60 for this product, for this, this item. You know, so there's guidance provided. And, and he charged that amount and it went out the door. Everybody bought. So, you know, there are people to assist. If you're over a year old, we have the Accelerator Program, and that is um, a program under the Enterprise Zone. I will sit with you personally and work through and give you guidance. We're here to help you and to provide that assistance to help you grow. Maybe you're not ready for the store, right? But we can help you get to that point. So it's not that we're not available. We are available, right? Mm -hmm. And we are reaching out to the community to say, hey, we are here. We are ready to assist. If you are ready to be in the store, we will put you in the store. Let's see how you do. That's that's awesome. Now, um, one on St. Croix, one on St. Thomas, right? Correct. The one on uh, Tafira, tell the dates for me, please. The one on St. Croix is December 6th and 7th at the Cultural Dor- the Dorsch Cultural Center. And the one on St. Thomas is um, below the Vika Gallery, um, right across from Fort Christian and Grand Hotel. And that's open December 13th to the 24th. I remember I keep teasing her about um, working on that, that mini papa for St. John. We've done St. John before. You, you didn't come to our St. John's shop. I, I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, don't, don't, but don't forget John. last year what impacted uh, the, the Omicron, Omicron undermined, undermined the, um, the schedule that I had in place, the original schedule. Well, that's, but we, were, we, were, we did it on, um, in the 4th of July, 3rd of July, sorry, I'm, I'm corrected, the 3rd of July separation, uh, celebration. Um, 
And it was, you know, the, the each island has its unique um, customer base. Um, and it is just a pleasure to always be in the space. You get to meet so many Virgin Islanders. Um, and, and so we did it. We may return maybe next year um, to see how it works then when we are out of every single thing, hopefully. Well, you know that's that, that's that's good. That's good. No, but I I want to get back to 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 how you go about um, establishing a relationship um, with the vendors and and all that because to me that's that's a critical that's a critical aspect of it because there's a trust there's a trust factor involved here um, with respect to the products that they that that they're asking of the pop up shop uh, to sell. Talk a little bit about relationships over the years and. And and actually, you know, um, getting to just know people better and, and getting them to understand how business works and how this particular model is best for everybody involved. Well, um, I'll start in Intercita. Go round it up. The this concept was a, a, a bit different because we we have we invite the vendors to bring their products and normally our vendors are so accustomed to selling their own products that um to have them um drop off their products and leave it in our hands um to sell is you know something and definitely it, it in the states they don't think about it necessarily but here um that we were going to place it on the shelves that we um the collaboration between Vika and, and EDA um, would, um, once you drop it off and it's already, they're already tagged with the prices, you, you drop it off and then you trust us to do the marketing for you and to also do um, the sales for you. So your product needed to stand on its own. A lot of people are scared that it won't. But we've had young people come in and we've had seniors come in that um, built up that trust. It just takes about three or four individuals to really say, you know what, we're going to do this. And then others come and follow after they see the successes. When they see those checks coming out for those individuals, I'm going to tell you the first time we had people who said, no, that's not going to work. But by week Two, they were begging to get into the store. You know, so we had those that immediately said, "You know what? We want to do this. We'll 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 have faith, and we will do this." We'll, and we'll do, we really have to thank those. We'll, those are the old faithful. We'll take a break. We'll take a break and come back and, and pick it up right there. What does it mean to be a dad? The art of fatherhood is evolving as society and traditional family changes. With these positive parenting tips, dads can help their children build confidence and self-esteem and in turn, learn how to be an engaged, supportive, and loving father to their children. Here are some parenting tips for dads. Be your child's teacher. Be a good father. Teach your children about right and wrong and encourage them to do their best. See that your children make good choices. Involved fathers use everyday examples to help children learn the basic lessons of life. 
For more information, contact the VI Access and Visitation Program, Department of Justice, Paternity and Child Support Division in St. Thomas at 340-775-3070 or in St. Croix at 340-778-5958 or email us at viaccess at vi.gov. Happy Thanksgiving in memory of Gordon Grant. It's that time of the year when it's nice to connect with each other. WTJX has been here for you all year round, but we need your support. Show your gratitude for WTJX and give today by calling 844-737-9842 or by heading to WTJX.org forward slash donate. Thank you from WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. During a busy day, it can be hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Back here, analyze this, and we've got uh, the good people from, from uh, EDA and the Council of the Arts. We've got uh, Miss Nadine uh, Martina Ken joining us this morning. And Miss Kelch, what's your first name again? Casida. Casida Kelch, yeah, that's why I'm directly right. Bobby Kelch, right? Bobby Kelch, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the first time I heard that name, um, Senator White was telling me about this, I know. And uh, uh-huh. Celestina White, yes, yes. That's, that's the part that was the ace. You check, and, yeah, that's uh, my god, that's my god. Father. Here, there, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. He tell me, he tell me the one and only Bobby Kelch comes in Croyd, when they comes in Croyd, they had work to do. You check, and uh, uh when uh-huh. I, yeah, so when I heard that name, you know, uh, that's good. Let me ask this question. Um, last year the pop up shop was a 10 day thing, but it's it's truncated this year. Why is that? We tend to go with how the, the, the dates fall in the month um, and, you know, and with the circumstances and things that are happening. So, you know, we had to battle with COVID and some other things last year and the year before. And so this year we were kind of able to start a little earlier and go a little longer. So it's really, it's really just how the season falls every year. So it'll never be an exact science, but... Um, we try to to maneuver the date so that you know everybody could get some hair and some there. Okay, okay, good. Now, um, let's um, for those who might be inquiring, um, this isn't a money making thing for the EDA, right? This is about encouraging local vendors to participate in the in the economics um, of business, right? So that um, right. so that so that um, 
this particular platform could serve as an impetus for you maybe going out on your own or things of that nature, right? We don't want the public to think that that, Correct, that you, no. you, yeah yeah I, so I just want I want speak a little bit about that so we so the public will get a, so you, a understanding you of, pay of a, um, yeah. so the vendors the vendors pay a, a small fee of fifty dollars to come into the store and that fee covers things like um, the TOS system and bags and marketing and that kind of thing um, everything that is sold in the shop goes a hundred percent back to the vendor. They are the ones that created the product, and they are the ones that benefit from the sales of the product. And so our our goal is to expose, because, um, you know, a lot of our vendors, they usually only uh, come out, you know, for Ag Fair and for Carnival and for these types of things. So we're trying to give them an avenue where they can put their products on a larger, in a larger venue and a larger scale. And get the opportunities like Nadine was talking about, you know, for people to see them and potentially, you know, enhance their business. That's that, that, that's that's how I, I view it. Let, let, let's get back to the to to the role that Miss um, Holloway's division uh, plays, where um, we're instilling confidence in vendors. Um, with respect to marketing and pricing and all that stuff. Talk a little bit more about that, uh, Miss Ken. Well, um, we have an incubator and we have an accelerator. So um, in the incubator, um, if you're, a year, you're under a year old, you're a new business. Um, you know, sometimes you may have started a business because it's something that you're interested in doing. You're a, it's a hobby and you're, you're, you're seeing that people are asking you more about it and so forth. But you may not have taken to, into consideration that, um, you know, you make, let's say, um, never you make a really, really, really good red grout. Right? Mm-hmm. But, and everybody wants your red grout over somebody else's red grout. And you know that this is something that you could turn to a business. You, you get your business license and you're out there. But, did you take into consideration who your clients are? You know who your existing clients are. But where do you want this business to go? How do you, how do you see yourself in five years? You want to be able to package this so it'll be um, in a supermarket. Let's say that's your goal. In a supermarket in Tortola. Well, or in a supermarket in Florida. Let's say that's the two goals you have. Tortola and Florida. So you'll be international and you'll be national, right? How are you packaging this? And what is the shelf life? These are the types of questions that, okay, you, you have a goal, but how do you get to that goal? And in the incubator, they help you with that. They look at, they look at labeling. It is a, because it's a food, there's a certain amount of labeling you must have as required. And then they look at um, the quality and consistency of your product. It can be that today, you know, you're, you're fantastic and tomorrow, well, maybe. You also need to look at shelf life. You know, how long is this thing going to be able to stay? Do you need to transport it um, in a refrigerated situation? And what's the cost factors to those things? All of those types of things, you know, the person telling you, man, I need your red growth. You need to think about that, right? 
how you want to go to this next step, these are things you need to look at. The accelerator takes an established business, right? And I will sit with you and go through. Maybe the labeling that got you through to this point was fantastic, but it can't get you to that next step. So maybe we need to rethink, you know, what you're, um, thinking, you're, you're looking at. Maybe we need to open a new market for you and assist you with doing that, right? Yes, you're great hair. You selling that hot sauce like nobody's business here in the territory. But you want to sell to people in Denmark. You want to take Europe or you want to take the rest of the Caribbean. What do you have to do to do that? What things you have to consider? What types of training do you need, you know, to, to get to that next step? Maybe it's financing. Maybe you want to open a storefront, right? Maybe you want to do a collaboration with our bank and enterprise zone so that you could get, um, a, you could buy a building in the historic town of Fredrikstad, right? You get a loan to assist you with that mm-hmm. and get tax exemptions. 90% exemption on corporate income tax, 100% exemption on gross receipt tax, and 100% exemption on property tax, right? So you have your own. You could start to reduce your overhead eventually. You know, right? I, I referenced um, on this show a, a program for um, property owners, a loan program that um, is in place for reconstruction and redevelopment in our historical districts um mm-hmm. and and uh, i believe that's title 33 um and, and i'll get the section number in a little bit but the the mm-hmm. this particular program to me if if worked if commingled right with 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 what the eda um looks at from an enterprise zone standpoint um in the proper way um this could serve as an impetus for us to get even more development and redevelopment in our tongues. But you, you know that recently, and maybe you were on leave at that point, but recently... No, I, no they don't they, they, send me on vacation, not leave. They don't send me on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> recently, we closed on our, on our first collaboration between the economic... and I know we're two units within EDA, but the Economic Development Bank, and the Enterprise Zones. So at the same meeting that a closing, that someone purchased a product, uh, purchased a building in Christiansted, we also granted tax benefits to that particular um, group. And it was just, it really um, warmed my heart to see Virgin Islanders stepping forward to apply for that, that loan and apply for benefits simultaneously. We did a one-stop shop, right? And got that, um, do, did that um, transaction with our board simultaneously. It was seamless for the, um, the client. The same day that they closed was the same day that they signed their certificate granting them benefits. It, I mean, this is, this is what we're trying to do. This is economic development, community development at its best. 
And right. so we, we're doing that. So in the accelerator, and those were, that was an accelerator client that did that. Um, you know, so she is an established business, but she didn't have a storefront, right? Mm-hmm. And now she was moving towards that end. So what it you, is something what? that we do. So the incubator and then the accelerator. And a lot of people are not necessarily involved in this, we need to really grow those programs. Um, but we really put, um, you know, that personal touch on sitting with each client, going through, continually following up. Those clients have a tendency to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, I need to talk to you about this. This is what I'm thinking. Or I have a challenge. You know, this is what I need help with. One of your fans, oh. them, one of your fans, them chime in. They said, "Greetings, sir. Mrs. Ken has a sensational passion for what she does. The pop-up across from the fort was well set up. I think there was another one at the end of Main Street that was really good. Also, she does an excellent job. See, so your your fan base chiming in. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. I have to remind everyone that that is a collaboration between my partner in crime. <laughs> Um, the Virgin Isles Council on the Arts. Um, but thank you so much. It was it was at the end, of, it, the, the first one, the pilot was at the lower part of Main Street. And then we moved to the um, the offices or the, the downstairs of the Virgin Isles Council of the Arts because um, as Ms. Kelch indicated, um, all we get is $50 from each client and um, cost of utilities, rent, um, you know, all of those things. No, 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 don't, don't, don't bring that one up on this show, no, because um, that, 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 that topic there, that topic there, hot. You know, when, when, yeah, when you mention utilities and costs, um, you know, pe- yeah. people get very, very defensive and, and, offen- well, I mean, and in some instances offensive because we're tired of hearing about it. No, we need, we need a permanent fix for this. So, um, but I, we, I just, I just tease it. It's not, it's not your fault. Yeah. Is, is at this point a business cost. So just as, as we are working with our clients to remember that it's a business and not a hobby, right? We also need to make sure that we are not um, living beyond our means with regard to these things. And so we try to cut costs. No, but, no, we can. no, but I'm glad. No, but I'm glad you went there because uh, what we're trying to convey, you know, what I've been trying to convey, you know, with my partners on the table talk and or we got a little bush, bush tea talk and all that stuff, is that if there's one aspect, and I spoke about this last night when I was you know, with my little political round table and having, having a bite to eat, right? If there's mm-hmm. the, the, the priorities for every administration should be energy costs and infrastructure, right? And, and those are the two entities that you're talking about there directly, Right? You're renting, you're renting a location, right? That's the infrastructure. And then the utilities and the cost of it, right? Because you don't want a dilapidated area where you have the pop-up shop. You check what I'm saying? And you got to pay for that, mm-hmm. right? And, and we need affordability, reliability, and efficiency. And, and that's a big topic that we're dealing with now. And, and pretty much what we're saying is any type of development, right, is energy dependent. Wherever you at, and the, and Absolutely. and the, the 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 more efficient that energy can be, 
and cost affordable, then you're going to be better off. Because, you know, if, if you get to the point, right, where the energy costs are reduced, then you may not have to charge 50. You could charge 40. You could charge 30. There's a cause and effect. You follow what I'm saying? So, you know, but you got to charge 50 I, because I because, agree. because there's, the, the there's, other, there's, there's overhead that you have to deal with as the provider of this particular medium, this, this economic engine for our local vendors. We are also seeing that prices are being affected by um, the challenges of getting product to the territory or getting the product moved anywhere. Um, the supply chain is clogged and it continues to be clogged. Um, first, it was clogged because of, of the pandemic and so forth. But then it's clogged because of the you, fuel you, costs. Ukraine, um, you, you, because you, of what's going on in Ukraine. Ukraine yeah. we, we, it's a, it's it's a world problem. Mm-hmm. It is not limited to us in the territory, but it does affect us in the territory um, in a real and meaningful way. So cost of product is going up because the cost of transportation is going up. And so we are seeing that. How do we um, deal with those things? Then we have to reduce our liabilities in other areas. So these are discussions that in the accelerator we are having on a constant basis. That's good. That, we, you know, that this is the type of thing. So um, I work with the accelerator clients. And Kusa works with the um, incubator clients, right? Um, and, and we're having these discussions because we have to find other ways. Um, thankfully, we're going to, and I speak it, we're going to resolve our energy issues. So you're speaking We're going into, to resolve our energy issues. You're speaking it into existence, my friend? Yes. I like it, that. And it is done. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known. Let it be known. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I, I like the positive so, thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is something that we are really excited about stepping forward and seeing successes from our um our clients and for small businesses of the territory in general um well that's the in general uh, if the small businesses ain't functioning i don't care how much big corporation you got you can't walk you check the small business everything and uh, they, they they allow for us to exist um and we got to make sure that they're they, that they are looked out for protected and uh, the level of sensitivity from leadership for our small businesses, our businesses, but in particular our small businesses, are um, at an optimal level. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show um, on the backside of this and get Miss Kelch back into the conversation as well. Be back right after this. the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in high school sports. This message presented by the NFHS and the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
he said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at its new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. Back here and analyze this. Um, looking to put a wrap on what's been a great show this morning. We got Miss uh, Nadine Machena Ken, Managing Director of the Enterprise Zone Commission, and Miss Tashida Kelch, Executive Director of the VI Council on the Arts. Tashida or Casida? Casida. 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 With a K? No. T A S I D A. T A S idea tacida okay you got no h in it right nope no h no so, h so tacida <laughs> the, ac- the accent on the yeah. first syllable tacida no the accent is like tacida okay good okay we're good i just want to make sure <laughs> I, I get this right yeah that's what i'm talking about so um finally let, let's get some details again let the public know the dates and uh location for the two pop-ups Okay, so on St. Croix, it's December 6th and 7th at the Dorsch Cultural Center down in Fredericksburg. That's also where the council's offices are. Um, we're going to have Stanley and a 10 sleepless nights and some other musical entertainment for the first night. And then on St. Thomas, it's going to be downstairs of Vika's um, Gallery, which is right across the street from Fort Christian Museum and the Grand Hotel Emancipation Garden. And that opens... December 13th to the 24th. And um, there are going to be some special um, days that we're going to be opening late um, on St. Thomas that we're going to announce as well. We should also mention that there's going to be a business-to-business event. So in in, um, the St. Thomas pop-up, 
we will have a a vendor or two come in. Sorry, not a vendor, a buyer come in um, to look for a permanent store supply. So they're looking for vendors that would work in their store. This is a pretty big store, a pretty important store. Um, and so there's a buyer coming in to look at product. So in order to be in that business-to-business event, you need to be in that particular store. So explain, explain, explain the, the concept there with business-to-business. Business. So business-to-business, we've had the EDA um, always looking for a way to help our small businesses grow. Um, the Enterprise Zone um, had had a lot of vendors and you know, I, I keep a basket of all kinds of products in my office and people would often come in and say, how do you get that? And that they're not available in stores on a regular. You could get it at um, Agfair or, you know, a different kind of, you know, we have coconut um, thing coming up, um, you know, those types of things, but never in a permanent store. And so... We decided to do a business-to-business event where we would get store owners to come in and view products. You were given just the space of a a placemat to set up, and the buyers would come in and actually make purchases. So they would say, okay, I would like, they would do a purchase order. I would like, um, I like your product. I like the explanation of your product. You have a license to do business. So we're going to buy 100 pieces or we're going to buy on consignment 20 pieces. Let's see how it works. And then we could do 100 pieces, you know, something like that. So they were making deals at this business to business event. It was a closed type situation where, um, you know, this was not open for retail sales. Rather, this was a wholesale buyer's uh, market. In the past, we've invited um, hotels to come. Um, We've invited stores on Main Street or Haven site to come in. We have invited um, um, institutional buyers like um, tourism, um, government of the Virgin Islands um, that need to procure certain types of products, um, you know, stuff like that. So we've had institutional buyers. We've had um, individual stores. We've had hotels. We've had supermarkets come in to purchase. Um you know, product, and we do a special um, booklet and stuff like that so they know each other and they have contact information and, you know, about each other, whether you're a buyer or a vendor. Um, And it has been very successful in the past. Um, We haven't had one during COVID. Um, The last one we had, we had a special store out at Haven site for two nights. Um, And so we did it there. We're getting ready to do another one. It's a, a store um, about to open on the island of St. Thomas. And we um, will have the, the business-to-business at the St. Thomas pop-up. Noting, though, just because I call it the St. Thomas pop-up doesn't mean that it's only St. Thomas items. Right? Mm-hmm. So, there are items from each and every island represented in each and every pop-up. Got a question here from one of my one of my listeners. How do you interface with Department of Education at UVA to even uh, continue to to broaden um, our, your reach in terms of getting people to 
we have a business mentality. So, um, our interface with um, UVI is at, at, at several levels. Um, their business school and, and EDA speak all the time. Um, sell um, it is really a component that, uh, that we speak to and we collaborate with a lot. And probably the strongest collaboration is um, SPDC um, as they are a unit of the, of the University of the Virgin Islands in collaboration with the Small Business Administration. So those are the ones we collaborate with the most. Um, uh, and until very recently, of course, you know that a board member from, um, that came from the University of the Virgin Islands sat on our board um, until very recently. Um, he has now um, left UVI and so gone, so we need a new board member to come on um, to replace him. But um, So we do collaborate with them. Um, we try our best to go into the Department of Education, uh, to the schools specifically, to talk about business and and how you start a business and what opportunities are available um, for business. So we're always there. We also take in um, interns from the high schools um, in their senior year. Um, to sort of expose them to what is available to um, to you know for small businesses in the territory, we also have the youth camp, which our students are coming to from a variety of schools. We also have um, Entrepreneur, which is a um, business program as well for young um, men in the community both districts we have i mean there's lots of things we work with with students we you know we always look for more but we are working um with students on a constant basis to try to expose them recently i went to something called youth entrepreneur organization competition with a national competition and we had students from central there they did an awesome job and from St. Peter and Paul, so that from St. Croix was central, from St. Thomas, it was St. Peter and Paul. Um, and to see those students interact and do their thing was just awesome. They were competing against um, uh, uh, teams from all across the United States. And these were business um, competitions. They were presenting their business plans. Um, and so that was a fantastic um, project as well. So there are there are interactions, and um, you know, from EDA side, we we are working in in a variety of different ways to do all kinds of things. Um, and so, of course, it could always be better, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we continue to work towards getting those things done. We've done a lot of collaboration um, with um, UVI. Um, we've held webinars, especially all the way through COVID. We never closed. EDA never closed. Um, you know, for um, we, I think we had one closure, maybe two closures to clean our offices. But other than that, we continued to work. And even then, we worked from home. We continued to work throughout the entire pandemic. Um, and so we didn't have downtime at that point. Um, and so we created webinars to reach um, the people of the Virgin Islands 
the small businesses and the students of the Virgin Islands um, and provide them information. Yeah, ironically, you mentioned um, St. Peter and Paul. I'm looking at an article here on the source. Um, Ms. Kelch, you are a graduate of St. Peter and Paul, man. Yes, I am. Yes, 1992. <laughs> I know. I, I, I watched an article here. And, and, and congratulations on your anniversary for Carnival Queen. I beg your pardon. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's a nice article here in the source um, back in 2017. That's nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. All righty. Well, ladies, uh, good to have you on today. Uh, so, uh, much success with the pop-ups um, starting another two weeks, right? December 6th. And, uh, yes. 6th and 7th, and then the 13th to the 24th, right? The guy, long one is in Damas, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. yes. I want to be a little longer. So yeah, oh no, I, I think it was reversed. It was reversed last year, so ain't gonna complain from this end. Uh, check last year was like the 1st to the 11th, I believe, on St. Croix, and then it was a little shorter yeah. on St. Thomas, so yeah. nothing wrong with alternating. Yeah. We, we're looking for vendors, please, just because if you're on St. Croix, don't think you only could go to the St. Croix one. We actually almost closed out with St. Croix. We need vendors. And we want to see vendors out of the island of St. Croix to show up on the island of St. Thomas where one for St. Thomas. Yeah, man. So yeah, please, man. Without a doubt. Please, please. Without a doubt. Fill in your application. You could go online. Let's let's talk about how you get your application. Go online to www.usvieda.org and on the banner, it's going to say on the banner, made in USVI um, application. Click that, fill it in, send it back to us, please. Um, you could also call the Council on the Arts number. Uh, 774-5984. And the, um, the application is also online at www.vicouncilonarts.org. So there is no excuse. And the deadline is um, Monday, Monday the 27th, right? 28th? Or Sunday 27th? The 28th. Monday the 28th. Monday the 28th. Okay. Monday the 28th. You have to get your application in, especially if you're a new client. We need to be able to have that panel review your product. So, and we need to be ready. They will be dropping off um, way in advance so that we can have the store set up. So we wish everyone a fantastic Thanksgiving and Christmas season. We want profitability for all of our small businesses. Um, that's my wish. Um, and a safe, safe season to all. On behalf of the Economic Development Authority and the Virgin Isles Council in Arts, we hope to see you soon. Thank you very much, Ms. Nadine Machina Ken and um, Queen Kelch. Tassi Damas. <laughs> Tassi da Kelch. Thank you very much, Council of the Arts. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Happy you holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving to both of you and your families and everybody over there on this. The, big, the, the, the capital island of uh, St. Damas. <laughs> Uh, as Donald Cole uh, likes to mention. Thank you very much. That's on the Virgin's Economic Development Authority. We got pop-up shops. Okay, 6th and 7th on St. Croix, 13th to the 24th on St. Thomas. Go to www.usvieda.com. Uh, deadline for applications Monday, November 28th. Okay, so take advantage of that, that opportunity. Tomorrow we got the... Um, as we wrap up the show tomorrow, we got the Department of Health coming on. 
um, you know, um, we're talking about um, a number of different things. But you know, they make they make their appearances here on the show very frequently. So looking forward to talking with uh, uh, Commissioner uh, Tita Incarnacion tomorrow. Something I'll ask us about this study that came out at Yale. Right? They say a new Yale study looks at excess debts by partisan affiliation in two states during the pandemic. Once vaccines were introduced in the spring of 2021, Yale's Paul Goldsmith Pinkham and his co-authors found the death rates of the death the rate of deaths among Republicans and Democrats began to diverge. Since the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, public health officials have warned that some of us are at higher risk of severe outcomes from the virus due to factors such as age or pre-existing medical conditions. New research from Yale School of Medicine points to another factor that puts people at greater risk of dying from COVID-19, party, affili- party affiliation. The study finds that excess deaths during the pandemic were 76% higher among Republicans than Democrats in two states, Ohio and Florida. And Ohio and Florida are now red states for the most part. What's, what's more, the partisan gap in death rates increased significantly after vaccines were introduced and that number went up to 153%. Right? So we're going to talk a little bit about that um, with uh, Commissioner Tita Incarnacion tomorrow, hopefully. She'll bring on uh, the big shots that go with her, um, the Ellis's and the other folks as well. Maybe Assistant Commissioner Sims will find out. But anyway, great, great show today. Thank you very much, Dwayne Henry, uh, Carolyn Fox, Nadine Machina Ken, and uh, Tassida Kelt for joining us. And of course, my DJ, uh, TJ, in the house as well. Be good, be safe. Hopefully, talk to you tomorrow. Once again, happy Thanksgiving week. Bye bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly, what a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico, and A lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning. And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Great question. That is a great question. And that's a great question. Wow, that's another great question. That's, uh, That's a great question. Oh, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great question. That is a great question. What a great question. On Fresh Air, you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers. Weekdays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJ FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.